Covering the Green Bay Packers training camp all summer long. This is CampCast, a Midwest Communications podcast. Welcome to the Green and Gold CampCast. I'm Mark Daniels as we are working our way through the early stages of the 2019 training camp. There's an awful lot on the plate of first-year head coach Matt LaFleur as he's got to hobble around the Ray Nitschke practice field on one leg with his left lower leg still wrapped in a walking boot after rupturing his Achilles tendon, playing a little pickup basketball game earlier in the spring. He's leaning an awful lot on his chief lieutenants, and we'll hear from the three coordinators from the Packers on this edition of CampCast, beginning with defensive coordinator Mike Patton, who was a holdover from Mike McCarthy's staff. It's the second year of his system, and he says there was plenty of carryover from the spring installations. Pleased with it so far, probably more so the mental. I think the guys did a good job in the spring, and then um, you know, over, over, the summer, over the summer, keeping up with it was pretty obvious when they came back that they had stayed on top of it and had retained a good amount. And that's where probably the biggest difference to last year is just we're just in year two, the guys that were here just so much further ahead from a mental standpoint, just, you know, I hear, hear them communicate and, and uh, whether it's in a walkthrough, whether it's at practice and it's just, I, you always like noisy defenses because that means you know, guys, guys are afraid to yell out stuff and make the checks and all that when they're not sure of it. So, if, if they're quiet, it's a problem. So, so we've been much more uh, vocal this year, which is, which is good to see. The physical stuff you know, has to come, and it just goes from, I mean, we were in shorts all spring, shorts for two days, and, and now we're all, we're all of a sudden pads. So that's more the focus now is making sure that we, we get the technique stuff down you know, with pads on. So that's, uh, that's, that's really the, you know, been, the, been the primary focus the last two days, and you know, there, there's, we, we have a long way to go there. Pet now has to incorporate the unrestricted free agents like Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith, and Adrian Amos, not to mention the defensive draft choices into this system. Uh, I think it's been been pretty smooth. Uh, as as a staff, you know, that you know, those of us that are back and then, then the new additions, the one thing that we did in the in the offseason is we wanted to make sure that we cleaned up some of the some of the issues with, with the uh, scheme and simplified it. So we're we're uh, we're fewer calls this training camp, and we we simplified some things. You know, obviously, took some things out, and I think that's helped. That's helped uh, because the guys we brought in are are uh, are all pretty. You know, they're football smart. They've picked it up quick. So I just think as as a unit, the time that we had in the spring, whether it was on the field, walkthrough time, uh, and I can't say enough about the the defensive staff right now. Excellent teachers. Uh, I mean, they account for every minute. With those guys, and and uh, they're very prideful, and they want you know they want to make sure that you know, their guys know what know what they're doing. So um, it's it's uh, it's an excellent group of teachers, and I and I think that's that's uh, yeah, that's really helped us overall as a unit. And speaking of those draft choices, we haven't seen much of Darnell Savage, the Maryland safety, who was the second first-round choice. He had his wisdom teeth extracted just before camp began. But Petten says we've seen plenty of number one pick Rashawn Gary. He's been solid. I mean, he's he's uh, you could tell football is really important to him. I mean, he he wants. I mean, he he wants to be. He just doesn't want to be good. He wants to be great. Uh, so he's you know soaking it up. He's got a you know a lot of a lot of new stuff to learn just from the mental standpoint and 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 technique wise. But and I think Coach mentioned it, it was maybe yesterday. Just the one thing about him is is you love his effort. I mean he he 
whether it's sometimes we have to slow him down in the walkthrough. I mean, he is he is a guy that that has a great motor, uh, which which is great from a coaching standpoint. You know, we'll always tell our guys we you know, we want to coach you how to play, not how hard to play. Uh, and that's a guy that that um, you know the efforts the efforts there every play, and and I think that's going to once he get gets the assignment stuff down and the techniques technique stuff down. Now you add, you, you apply that effort to it. I mean, he's, he's going to make a lot of plays. Over on the offensive side of the ball, Nathaniel Hackett is reunited with Lafleur. Those two coached together earlier in their careers. Hackett arriving as the former offensive coordinator of the Jacksonville Jaguars. First order of business for Hackett is to make sure the quarterback room led by Aaron Rodgers with Deshaun Kaiser, Tim Boyle, and Manny Wilkins are all on the same page with Lafleur's system. It's awesome. I mean, I, I really have enjoyed my time in that room with all those guys. And, you know, I've tried my hardest to kind of get around to some other rooms, too, um, and kind of just be in there with everybody. But, you know, the, the, it's just great because, you know, you've got a guy like Matt who's, you know, who's, who's got his mind of what his vision is, and you've got the experience of Aaron. Um, all the things that he's done and, and being able to kind of combine those two things. And you've got a, a great asset in, in Luke Getze right there that's been in the system and knows this system, so kind of that crossover aspect of it. So I think there's just a lot of, uh, a lot of good going on in there right now. So um, it, it's, it's exciting, and, and I just think just the more communication, the more dialogue we all have together and get on the same page is so critical. And uh, up to this point, it's been, it's been really good. Hackett also has to sort out the perimeter players. And it's a young wide receiver group behind the Pro Bowl leader of the wideouts, Devontae Adams. Yeah, you, you know, the, that group's, uh, it, it's a younger group. Uh, and uh, I think they're all coming along. You know, there's a lot of offense and we kind of overload it in the beginning here. And the good thing is, is it's a lot of review from the offseason stuff. And I think that they've all are grasping it more and more every day which allows them to go out there and play. I think the big step, especially early in camp, is learning the system even better than you knew it from before so you can do that. You can showcase your talents because you don't want to walk up to the line and think about, oh, what do I have to do here? Oh, gosh, what's the coverage? Oh, who's covering me? What do I got to do? So um, I think uh, all the guys have done a nice job in understanding the system and getting better at it and showcasing some of their talents and, and doing some of the things. Um, and we're excited to see kind of who who continually rises up. And as for the running back position, yes, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, and probably fullback Danny Vitale are safe. The Packers have several other backs who are in the mix. A holdover from last year's practice squad, Trey Carson. Draft choice, Dexter Williams. They have also signed Darren Hill and added Corey Grant, along with fullback Malcolm Johnson. So what is going to separate those running backs? From cut victims to roster spots. The biggest thing is probably going to be the discipline for them in their run tracks and in their understanding of pass protection. I think those are always kind of two things you really want from running back, especially in this system. Uh, whoever's going to give us that best chance to protect and then ability to gain positive yards and, and stretch that hole will be huge. And the third coordinator on LaFleur's staff is Sean Menenga, who is a first-year NFL special teams coordinator. He handled the duties at Vanderbilt University last year. Menenga has got to deal with just about everybody on the 90-man roster during the summer to try and teach the special teams, cover units, the return game. But once it gets down to the regular season, he's going to have to find a core group of special teamers, and some of those players will include frontliners, maybe even starters. Talking with Matt and, and Brian and stuff, I mean, we're still mapping all that out, but I know that 
you know, as we talked about in the spring, I mean, once the roster gets cut down and then you're down to the 46 on game day, you know, we're going out there to play really well on special teams. So we've talked about everybody has a role and everybody's been been training and things. And, you know, we're using guys and, um, you know, there's a few select guys that we'll only use in key situations, a hands team, you know, those kind of things. But, you know, a starting corner, a couple starting corners know they're probably going to play on a punt return or a kickoff as a safety and those kind of things. And they, and they know that and they go to those meetings and they train and those things and stuff. And everybody's had a great attitude about it. And, you know, right now I'm – it's all hands on deck, you know, when you're trying to get a win and stuff. I mean, you can't play for a guy to possibly get injured because it could happen at any point. So in order to win the game, you never know when those key moments in the game are going to be. And obviously we're, we're trying to train and play as well as we can on special teams and do our part. So yeah, I know we've, we've been training everybody and everybody's had a great attitude about it. And we're, that's the plan right now. You know, we'll finalize that as we get closer to, to the season. Still several weeks to go before all of this gets sorted out. That's why Matt LaFleur is leaning on his three coordinators to help him get the job done. The Green and Gold Campcast, I'm Mark Daniels. Campcast, a Midwest Communications podcast.